on this episode of the AIE podcast. Welcome to our last show of the year, of the year, of the year. (laughs) (laughs) Thank goodness. And we have a WoW Raid wrap-up. The winter event in Yuletide starts this week. Happy Life Day, Captain. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) Dad knows what that one's about. Oh, we have Seth here to talk to us us about AIE and SOTOR. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 413 of the podcast celebrating you, the Aaliyah IOCTAS gaming community. The Die Has Been podcast. This is Tetsemi, and to my right, and a couple states over, is MewCow. Greetings, guildies, from a galaxy right here, because we're all in the same galaxy, right? <laughs> exactly, right? yes. Right. yes. Uh, this isn't Ahsoka, we haven't left the galaxy yet. And to my left and upstairs is Makala. Hey folks, there are lemon bars, seven layer bars, a gingerbread cake, and a ton of marshmallows in the guild kitchen. Tet, I am so sorry about the mess. <laughs> you know what's coming up. Oh yeah. I, I I know, especially the marshmallow. <laughs> yep. However, that tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. This week we are joined by a very special guest, Stask, who's here to talk to us about AIE in Star Wars: The Old Republic. Welcome, Stask. Hey, thanks. It's great to be here. All right. Well, as usual, let's go around the room and find out what everyone is up to, and we'll start with our guest. So, Stask, what have you been up to in or out of game? Uh in game. Been a lot of soul tour surprise. Uh, huh? Doing a lot there. I'll cover some of that stuff. Uh, went on the Shea Vizsla server, doing conquests on Starforge. And out of game, I've been getting busy with work, uh, being one of Santa's little helpers. This time of year, we, we uh, really picks up delivering Christmas presents to everybody. So absolutely, a lot of fun, a lot of overtime, good stuff. All right. And let's just go around the room. Uh, circle takes a square. McCullough, what have you been up to? <laughs> um, well, we had a, we did a little one day library con yesterday, uh, hawking jewelry and headbands. Uh, had a pretty successful show. It was a five hour show. Um, and we averaged almost a hundred dollars an hour, so not bad. No. Nope. Um, which then you know just gets then goes back into um buying. Uh, fabric and more supplies um getting ready for my holiday break um hopefully that means i actually get to take a break unlike the thanksgiving one where i worked half the time um and we've i'm getting ready for like my team holiday party on tuesday which happens to be on krampus knock so that i told them i didn't plan it that day on purpose but <laughs> you know if you see uh-huh. a scary dude just up. um and doing you know me, it's me. I'm doing a lot of the dice rolling. Uh, we are in the middle of a pretty epic um, storyline in our Star Wars game that takes place um, about seven years after, or six years after Endor. I need to check our time zone. We're about ten. We're about ten um, BBY, uh, where we are kind of at very end game stuff. We're dealing with um, 
this really heavy um, called Order of the Dark Star. Um, and they kind of get their power from this dark green crystal that may or may not be part of a long forgotten god. And my uh, character's wife's brother is the leader. So they have been, um, we've been kind of dealing with a lot, a lot of that fun family stuff, uh, which is so relevant to Star Wars. And, um, and right now we're just trying to get off this planet. And uh, let's see what else. Uh, call Cthulhu. We're all kind of crazy. Not really. <laughs> um, we've kind just of one uncovered- of us. Just one of us. Just one of us. I think we're kind of close to uncovering the plot there of this guy who's either a vampire or wants to be a vampire thrall. Um, and yeah, that stuff's getting nuts. Oh, uh, let's see. I'll let you go over any of the other game and stuff we're doing, but that's what I've been doing primarily in dice rolling. Nice. Uh, what about your D&D game? Oh, uh, which one? <laughs> the one I'm not in. <laughs> Okay, well, well, I, I'm into it. One, we've kind of been on, on break for a few weeks. Uh, my Friday night game. Oh, God. You, what, what? Because you saw the titles? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> That's what happens when you're in the same Discord for multiple games. <laughs> yeah. So um, so our group, um, it's Forgotten Realms game, but a lot of it, you know, the DM really does Forgotten Realms really well. So he gets, does a lot of really fun, obscure stuff. We'd recently dealt with basically trying to undo, you know, deal with this great evil. We had to go into like this archdruid's mind and dealing with like literally for months and months, we've been kind of fighting against his psyche, trying to get him purified. Um, We get done with that. We get out. We get attacked by this crazed um, dragon that now we have to cure his insanity. So we go to this group of druids. The, you know, they're going to help us, but it's one of those great, well, you do this for us and then this for this. And it's like one of those great quests where you just keep having to go on and on and on and on. Um, so, you know, we have to get these motes of, um, from the, el- the guardians of the elements. You know, in the first one, there was a challenge where, you know, you had to go through lava and climb up this tower to get this gem. That one was okay. And then we get to the tree, the guardian of the earth, which is this um, tree ant um, who wants us to get multiple challenges. You know, there's riddles, right? There's riddles to be had, um, you know, survival checks, all of this, but he wanted the plant for a marital aid for his dryad, for him and his dryad wife. Oh, that's that's I was, I was awesome. Ask if he was a knight of knee. That is awesome. Yeah. yeah. So literally, there was so many seventh seventh grade <laughs> sex jokes going on on Friday night. I'm like, now I now yeah, the titles. Yeah, yeah, are yeah, yeah, definitely. Someone smelled of alderberries. It was yeah. it was ridiculous. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, Mew, what have you been up to? <laughs> Nothing anywhere near as exciting. No. Um, enjoying the last probably good weather weekend we're going to have here for a while. It's 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 the one weekend of the year between it being 115 and being 30 degrees. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, we were actually outside and t- touching grass and doing weird things like that. Um, went to 
uh, there's a really nice playground nearby that's just giant, just has tons of weirdly open fields because it's still parts of Texas that hasn't been developed yet. Um, but um, but yeah, other, other than that, um, bit of, a little bit of gaming. Um, kind of been actually enjoying a bit of Altitis and uh, and WoW. So playing with uh, of all things, kind of like if you remember way back when when I discovered Warriors for the first time and just started mm-hmm. going crazy with those. So I discovered Demon Hunters and actually went full in on that. And uh, Demon Hunter has replaced my uh, Prot Warrior as my uh, main in rating. Nice. Yes. Because uh, what I've discovered is Demon Hunters are basically warriors with some of the Druid kit. Yes. So, yep. Because, yeah, so I get you get you get double double leaps, um, which is amazing. You get still get the charge. Um, you basically just don't have instead of having a shield, you have two war glaives, right? Just running around stabbing everything, like, and you heal yourself better. You have better mitigation. You're, you're tankier, which is just doesn't make sense. I, I have more armor as this leather wearing demon hunter than my plate wearing prot warrior does. <laughs> so I went into this latest raid uh, tier and felt squishy as a warrior. It's like, huh, this doesn't feel right. The next week, I went as as a a demon hunter with less gear. And felt tankier. It's yeah. like, huh, that doesn't make sense. Nope. And uh, <laughs> so I am just wrecking it. At, and not, not to mention, I've doubled my DPS of as course. a tank. Yeah. Doubled. Well, you went at from... least doubled. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. Ugh. That's crazy. And yeah. Like they're, they're so mobile. I can bounce all over the, like I thought warrior tanks were, were, were mobile, but no. No. This, this. <laughs> not compared to I can to bounce DH. all over the place. Like not only do I have two leaps, but they they recover faster than the one leap that the warrior has. I, I just anyway, um, but uh, yeah, other, other than that, just you know, enjoying running around. The dream has been a lot of fun. Um, it's you know really easy to gear up, even if you're not raiding. So yeah, that's you know it's 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 I have my mindless uh, Warcraft stuff back for the, for the for a while, um, and spent a little time in Starfield and. Uh, uh, I, I might, uh, I, cyberpunk has a new patch coming out, so uh, they're trolling really hard to, to keep me from getting back to BG three. So, um, it's, but, did you, know, we'll, did we'll you at least it. do the epilogue or have you not completed? Um, I haven't even, I haven't gotten back to it to actually even get to act three yet. So, you know, it's, uh, yeah, that's, that's a ways off. Like I said, uh, I was started playing BG three then cyberpunk had his, up, uh, its update and then Starfield came out. Yes, and I'm I, I still haven't I haven't finished Starfield, so I need to finish Starfield, and then um, Cyberpunk I'm actually finished with, but they have a new patch coming out with new content, which makes no sense. <laughs> like they're just knocking it out of the park over there. Yeah, much like Larian. Yeah, yeah, like the, the, the those two, like I'm you know those two are going to take the the award this year pretty much everywhere. I think those two games together. Um, but oddly enough, Genshin has also been getting a lot of attention. So, but. But yeah, and uh, uh, ne- next uh, we we are going to do a family trip soon. Actually, see people we haven't. I mean, I haven't seen them in probably five years oh, um, nice. because of you know something happened that took about three years of time out of out of out of uh, whack. Yeah. Um, so, hmm. But uh, but yeah, g- going to go to a place where it's even warmer um, than here. So that's going to be interesting. You come visit us. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're on. You're you're next on the list. But. But but yeah, um, that's probably enough out of me. All right. That leaves Tetsemi. Uh, 
Uh, so what I have been up to is I did finish Baldur's Gate 3 and the patch 5 dropped and you got the epilogue stuff and no spoilers. Uh, I did have to essentially you load the last save of the final battle wherever you saved and then you have to finish the game from there once. Once that's done, you let the credits roll once done through the credits, reload that same save, finish the fight again, and then instead of going into the credits, it kicks into the epilogue. And you get to do the six months later, here's where everyone's at based on your decisions through the whole game. And you get to see a lot of NPCs and you get notes, much like in Star Wars, you get <laughs> notes in the mail. There's a there's a chest of correspondence. And you get notes from all, like, a lot of the NPCs that you interacted with. Even if you last saw them, like, in Act 1, you'll Mm -hmm. still get, you you get notes from from people and stuff. So, uh, it's, yeah, I had, I think I had 25 notes, at least, from NPCs. That's Now, that's on top of all the Act, you know, all the NPCs that you, the major six, if you kept them all alive. Um, plus, um, the three, I call the, the main six. And then there's three other NPCs that join you in act two and three that you can take out as companions as well. They're there. Um, yeah. So there's the, and, and they added something like 3,200 lines worth of additional content just for this epilogue. And voice acted the whole thing. It's it's nuts, but it really does put a nice cap on the end of the of the game, um, and drops significant hints about where the game would go, depending on what they're going to do down the road. If they're going to do, you know, a DLC slash expansion, if they're just going to keep releasing content, you know, from this. But um, yeah, it's it's. Like legitimate, no one saw this coming. Also, didn't know they needed it, and yeah, it's it's really, really well done. So, um, because it's one of those things when you finish the game the first time without the epilogue, you're just like, hmm, I wonder where everyone happened. And then Larian's like, oh, by the way, here free patch. Here's mm-hmm. you know a whole bunch of additional content. So yeah, I finished that. I'm letting that rest before I start a second playthrough. Because I still have to decide what I'm going to do differently because I got the ending with the NPC endings I wanted for the, you know, for the, for the companions. So now it'll have to be, what do I want to do differently to see a different story ending? So, um, that'll be fun. And then I've fallen uh, back into Starfield. Starfield is one of those games where there's a lot of tension between you and the user interface. And (laughs) once you figure out that tension and how to work around it, then the game becomes playable, more playable, at least for me. Um, There's just some weird interface issues and, and stuff like that, 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 kind of drive me crazy, but, uh, I'm, I'm working around it and I, I figured that out. So I'm, I don't even know where I am in the, in the storyline. Um, but it's one of the, it's, you know, typical 
Starfield Bethesda game, you go to do a plot point in the major mission and it's like, here's all these side quests. I'm like, really? And they're interesting. That's the problem. Yes. That's I mean, that's well, the thing with the Bethesda game. They're always more interesting yeah. than the main plot line. It's always the faction quests that, that get you. Yeah. So I'm I'm heavily into those. And then Mew, have you seen the Fallout trailer? I have. Yes. Looking forward to it. Yes. Although uh, Mrs. Mew's comment was, wow, this feels really tense. <laughs> I'm like, hey, did you play Fallout? <laughs> Uh, that's I said the same thing to her. It's like you, you remember playing the game, right? Yeah. <laughs> how much she loves that game. Yeah. It, well, and it, go ahead. It's easy to get lost, especially if you played Fallout Four. It's easy to get lost in the 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 pristine version of things, you know, and think about that aesthetic, right? And then then to remember, oh yeah, by the way, you're fighting for your life. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, it, this place it, is irradiated. It's not good. And it, really well done. And I loved the um the suits. The, uh, suits looked good. I'm curious. I I, I want to see more details on how yeah. they did those because we even. I mean, I, you know, there's several cosplay groups out there that have been trying to tackle how to wear the suits all this time. So I'm kind of curious how they do it. Yeah, how, is it know, full CGI or is it um exactly or is it practical, practical. effects? Practical effects or yeah. a combination of both? Because the the set of six suits or I think it was six. You know, marching oh, towards was, you. One of them looked like he was bobbing his head and as he was right, walking around, yeah. like 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 having it's like how 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 are you moving like that? That doesn't look right. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, that that'll be interesting. But that is what yeah, I everything been... they showed. Yeah, like like there's so many. I mean, sorry, sorry to interrupt. I mean, no, no, no. So many things about that, like like airship. Okay, we need to figure out what that what, what's going on there, and you know, you know, the, of course, the suits and the you know, Vault Thirty Three. What's the story there? Right. And, you know, are we doing vault and, and on vault action? What are we doing? You know, yeah, and and the huh, that overseer looked interesting, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. so uh, all right, well, that is what I have been up to. Oh, and then uh, a couple DD games were progressing the the storylines. Um, like I said, McCullough said the Call of Cthulhu one's off the rails right now. That's just we're knee deep in. Well, that's, oh my god, there's rails. Well, the, yes, because we yes, because we tra- saved the train camp. Yes, and oh, we take okay. we we took care of whatever the evil that was there, so they could actually go back to building the rail. So yes, yes. that part's okay. on the rails. okay. Okay, so okay, there's rails. Okay. Yep, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we will be digging into Star Wars shortly, but let's cover this week's news. A.I.E. News. There is not enough time in this podcast to get into all of Star Wars, but... uh, no. no. First, we'll get into Community, a mandatory fun nights, where the fun is mandatory, but the attendance is not. Schedule may change, of course, especially with the holidays coming. It's going to be all over the place. Um, So make sure you check your game's Discord channels for details on what's going on. Today being Sunday, guess what, guys? You get Sundays off now, so enjoy (laughs) those. Uh, but Monday, we start at 9.30 p.m. Eastern with Guild Wars 2, Mandatory Fun Nights, where they do whatever the group feels like doing at the time. Then a little bit after that, 10 p.m. Eastern, Star Trek Online, another galaxy somewhere else. <laughs> Our galaxy, technically. Another but, galaxy heard from. Yep, yep, yep. But then we go back to SWOTOR on Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern, where they get into all kinds of mayhem. shenanigans. Yep. Yeah. Or tomfoolery, then. Yes. Yeah, that's true. 
But if you are looking for mayhem on Wednesdays, uh, Hell Frozen Over Mythic Plus Mayhem in WoW at 8 p.m. Eastern. Then on Thursdays, Board Game Nights, first and third Thursdays usually, is at 7 p.m. Eastern, uh, 6 p.m. Central. And then Friday, Friday isn't as thick as it used to be. Looks nope. like it moved over to Saturdays. Yeah, Friday is ESO, um, 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, then Kenya leading people off cliffs. And then a Friday, uh, the Final Fantasy fourteen Magical Miscellaneous Tour at 9 p.m. Eastern as well. Saturday is now our action-packed day, starting with Lord of the Rings Online at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. And a little bit after that, at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, is Final Fantasy fourteen Map Nights. Always a good way to get gold, or gill, as it may be. Then, uh, WoW Classic Hardcore at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Hardcore is real popular, I've noticed. Lots and lots of uh, streams at the very least on Discord. And, of course, everyone waiting to see who dies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in WoW Retail, we have New Braid, which is going to be... Uh, are they already taking their time off? I think they might already be off. Yeah, for it's, the yeah it's in the notes. Okay, cool, cool. But normally, they would be at 11 p.m. Eastern on Saturdays. Yep. And McCullough just mentioned the the names. The links will be in the show notes, and we're good from there. Absolutely. Yep, they are. All right. Um, and in streaming and oh, got it. All right, so we have a bunch of streaming and mod uh guild podcasts. Um, links are on the show notes. But uh, New Overlords podcast with Max and Sema. Uh, we have Behind the Games podcast. Um, also with um uh, Max and Sema, aka uh Jeff. <laughs> um, oh, those two combined, didn't they? They oh, did. They- yeah, we got to update said, the yeah, template. Yeah, we need to update that. There We're we go. going to take care of that, guys. Uh, working class nerds uh, with Marcus and Nick. Uh, please remember, that is not safe for life. Uh, boards and Swords uh, with Chris and Philip. Dr. Gameology, which is our friend Dr. Daniel Kaufman. STO Fleet Action Report with Greybug and Nicodus. Uh, podcast Reborn, um, a Final Fantasy fourteen podcast. With uh, Brandon, aka Old Man Franks, Megan, and Roe. Again, not safe for life. Yep. All right. You take care of the chicken. I'm going to take care of the nomads. All right. The Ark Ascended server that Nazrai is running, uh, the details are pinned in the nomads channel, and anyone can feel free to ask there or Nazrai for details. We have a handful of people in daily on a private PVE server, and lots of building, taming, and other progress continues. Something about feeding... No, something about letting dinosaurs go through walls or feeding dinosaurs through walls. You'll have to follow the Discord for the information. It's interesting. It's a bug, but it's hilarious. And in Diablo 4, Season 2 is still ongoing, through. though another challenge is occurring on December 5th for those who have completed the season journey. Uh, the endgame Pinnacle Dungeon, uh, Abattoir of Zir. Uh, and there's a link to the announcement in the show notes. And you could stay up to date with changes in Diablo 4 through the dev campfire chats and patch notes links in our patch notes. Reach out in the Diablo Discord channel for clanmates to adventure with. And if for some reason, and I say that oddly, but if you are playing Diablo 2, there is patch content coming for Diablo 2 on December 5th. So take a look there as well. Feel free to discuss that in the uh, in the Diablo channel. Um, that looks interesting if you're still playing Diablo 2. Yeah, turns out there's still a lot of interest in Diablo 2. Yep. Still a lot of people's favorite game um, of, of the Diablos, that is. 
Now, back in WoW, as I was alluding to earlier, uh, New Braid is on break for the holidays. However, during the break, Cylindre, um, I believe is that how you say that name, and a few other people plan on grouping up on Saturday nights for Mythics or LFR. Probably just however many people they have, they'll do that. Um, New Braid, however, will resume on January 6th, and the plan is to visit Amidrasil, um, which by then should be fully unlocked. In fact, I think the last wing unlocks on Tuesday if you want to say hi to Farak in LFR. Did so they? So Tuesday. this was the two week skip? Because they're no, skipping. They, they've, oh, oh is, that's right. There's, they are skipping a week. So maybe yeah, I think it's next. the 10th or the okay. 12th. Makes sense. Yeah. 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 Because. Because we have everything but the last two bosses, and they are the most difficult bosses, really, out of all of them. So it makes sense. Um, you can do everything up until the last two, and then they're giving everybody two weeks to get geared up because you're going to need that LFR gear to tackle the last two. Yep. Um, Farak, like like my my group is a heroic group, and we still haven't gotten normal for, um, Farak down yet because he's just that much mechanic-wise to, to figure stuff out. Everything else is just a, just a walk in the park. We walk right <laughs> through in the first night. And they were like, okay, fuck. And then we take the next two days just working on him. And oof, it's still, we're getting close, but oof. Yeah, he's he's an interesting one. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Kitty Aggro Raid Team uh, defeated six bosses in heroic Amidrasil. So, so someone's really ahead of things. Um, and their sights are set on Smolderon, which, yeah, he mechanic wise too is, is a difficult one. Heck, just getting on the bridge across to him can be fun. <laughs> but, uh, um yeah one wrong move and you're sent off the edge um so enjoy that uh the team recently added several new members including gusty tail uh that's a familiar name mm-hmm. so uh heard of her she's fabulous and house of gammon who will save us cleared eight of nine bosses on normal so it's a pretty pretty standard uh setup you pretty much hit that wall of Farak. um watch out for though Farak, as they put here <laughs> um but they're coming for you the team is looking for more to join them, however. So Tuesday and Thursday nights from 9.30 to 11 uh, p.m. server time. Then on the Alliance side, yes, there is an Alliance side. Yes. Uh, the app, the aptly named Hellfrows over cleared normal on their progression team. Uh, so Let's Go Skating is running heroic tonight. 8 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. So good luck to you guys. Um, in fact, no, I guess that happens in... No, no, oh, that's, actually, that happened half an hour ago. Right. If you look, there's some late breaking alliance news. Oh, right below oh, there. oh, oh, late breaking news. Did it, did it, did it, did it, did update in alliance news. So let's go getting it down. Igara, aka Britney Spears, boss two on heroic. Ooh. Very nice. Congrats, you guys. <clears throat> and as the year winds down or up, as it says here, uh, we love to see what the gillies are up to. So please share your holiday decorations, activities, food. Because, you know, food. And in the Picks or Didn't Happen channel, which is a great place for all that kind of stuff, or in the WoW Discord if it is, you know, just WoW stuff. Excellent. Huh, I wonder if we should share pictures of our D&D secret Krampus because a lot of those people actually uh, play WoW and AIE. Anyways. <laughs> um, oh, but I have to take a picture of Kitty on the floor, don't I? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. And in WoW Classic News, uh, Raffa Lich King continues to be going great. Uh, we did three bosses in ICC this week, uh, but last week had us um, healing... Um, Felithria. How I forget words. Felithria. I Words, names, hard. Killing the Blood Cancel and downing the Blood Queen in one spot. We only had a bit of a time for Cindragosa, but made great straights 
Rides in the Great Fight, and Cindy is expected to fall next week so they can take a look at Arthas. Uh, the team remains super excited about Kata, and many of them are dabbling in the grass of SOD. Which is um, the season of discovery. Thank you. Um, HC, join us on Defilos Pillager. Go Horde. That's um, hardcore. SOD- Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and then se- and season of season, discovery. Season of- Thank you, season of discovery. Join us on Lava Lash, which I just read as Lavash, Horde, <laughs> and Alliance both. Yes, there yeah, are it's, two it's guilds. Interesting. This- yeah, because of the splintering, like it's the thing that we were worried would happen has happened. But the thing is, is it's really popular. You got the hardcore, and you got your season of discovery, which is classic with a little bit of a I don't know a lot of alcohol put into it. <laughs> yeah, I mean healing mages Spicy. that they had to nerf eighty percent because the mages were doing too much healing. Those yeah, words they did, should never they be in a patch blast. note. Yeah, but there was also healing the group. Yep. So you basically just go through, and, the, and while while the, the mage is killing everything, it's also healing the group. No one dies. Yeah, exactly. Hi. All right. And we will talk about SOTOR shortly. In ESO news, ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, starting on Monday, January 15th, 2024. Oh, Lord. We will be having Tales of the Tribute Tournament number five. The tournament will run for five weeks, and each contestant will play two games per week. Sign up for TOTT5. All you need to do is respond to the post in the Tales channel or send a DM in Discord to Kramer29. Signups are now open. And again, the prizes are started a million dollar, a million ESO credits for first place and go down from there. Uh, they will adjust the prize list if they get more than six contestants in. And MFN is currently on the break for the holidays. It will resume on January 5th. However, Kramer and a few other members still group up on Friday nights during the holiday break. During the winter event, feel free to post in Guild Chat or Discord if you need help with the dailies or just want to hang out and chat. They will be doing the Polar Bear Plunge and other Holiday Zone quests. Over in Final Fantasy XIV, uh, the weekly mandatory fun night, a.k.a. Map Night, continues every Saturday at 9.30 um, Eastern so if you need some gill, join them for some fun hunting treasure. Um, of course, we have the holiday event coming up before too long. Uh, but otherwise, things are pretty quiet over in Final Fantasy XIV land. They're, they're, uh, they're getting ready for the January uh, Fan Fest in Japan. That's going to be the, you know, the, when they the finally show, show everything else that they've been just teasing us about in little tiny bits. It's like, yes, yes, you're going on summer vacation, but uh, we haven't given you all the details yet. Yeah. But uh but it's been good. Like we've actually, uh, you know, I've been enjoying other games because, you know, our, our quote unquote main game is letting us take a break. So it's been nice. Uh, unless you're really into fog eyes, then you've <laughs> been hitting that as hard as possible. I've heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's been somewhat popular. Um, but uh, yeah, other than that, enjoy time in other games. Excellent. And an STO news. STO's winter event is starting this Thursday, uh, which is December twi- December 7th, uh, a day that will live in infamy. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, this year, the grand prize is a Tomorrow Cruiser with an interesting trait. Uh, FAR will be covering the winter. Um, a fleet action report will be covering the winter event on Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern. The, fleet act- the AIE fleet has completed all holdings on the Federation side. This unlocks several special ships and items for the fleet. Uh, the KDF fleet is still working on all its holdings and can use the extra support for marks to lithium and other requirements. A Monday night's fleet action report runs a fun night that is dedicated to the players. Uh, this is the night to check 
Check them out and join in the fun. They can help you level, get through events and tough missions, or answer questions. It's also live streamed on Twitch. See you out there. All right. And in Lord of the Rings Online news, Yule Festival starts this week, and Delving Missions rewards have been upgraded to level 150. I still can't believe they just went for it and said, yep, we're going to 150. Deal with it. So that's always fun. But with that, let's get back to Stask and find out what is going in on in SOTOR. I, I mean, there's yeah. there's news of patches and Life Day and hugging Wookiees and throwing Indeed. snowballs. Huh? Yeah, it's that time of year. Yeah, to hug a rug. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. <laughs> I I am I am looking forward to that documentary. Let me tell you. Yes. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Uh, there's there's no shortage of stuff that's going on in Swartzor right now, and I, I think I was thinking about it today, and I think it it, it bears mentioning that uh, given all the stuff that's happened with the game this year, think of where we're at now with the game, given the, the studio change, uh, some of the big swings they took with the Apex server and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, moving to really cloud cloud servers, moving, moving to the clouds, doing some of the work on the graphics updates. It's really remarkable where the game's at today at the end of the year and there's been very minimal disruption to like the player experience um so far it's amazing i just like excuse me uh yeah kudos to the team that's moved over to broadsword from bioware i think they're they're doing a great job and the future is looking pretty bright for the game yep uh yeah tuesday tuesday we got 7.4 uh it's coming out it's uh another big update uh and more Mando story. What's going on with Hedda Cole and Shea Vizsla? Oh, man. With Lane Vizsla. That means I'm going to have to play because my main is a Mando. Yes. There you there go. You go. There you go. They're calling for you, man. Yeah. need you. Yeah, we're going back to Ord Mantel. Um, they've opened up a new zone there on the planet. It's a starter planet for the smuggler and the trooper. So it should be fun. Should be, I think it's called Kessen's Landing. I don't know if, so it sounds a lot like Kessel's Run. Yes. I think it's, it's Landing. So. Uh, world boss on Ord Mantel 2, a, a droid named FR3DOM. Freedom! Uh, ah! Very nice. And we get a new Datacron there on Ord Mantel 2. So. Oh, cool. They're actually still adding Datacrons. That's nice. Yeah. Um, from what I've heard, too, it's similar to the one on Runic that they gave us, where there's going to be, uh, uh, okay. it's not just to find the spot and right. the Datacron. Datacron. It's going to be a, a, a mission chain. Oh, that's sweet. I like that. That that's fun. I mean, I like the discovery of the ones like on the starter planets and stuff. But having a story link to it, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a, a cool new way to do it. I think we tried it last week on MFN to get there, and I think they made it so you can't just get one person there and summon to it. Right. So everybody's got to kind of go through it to get the instance. Yeah. No cheesing the data cron. You hear that? Heather? Yeah. Cheesy <laughs> Yeah, I think they should put some cheese instead of Datacron. <laughs> there you go. Datacron or cheese. Yeah. Sounds, sounds like a food waiting to happen. <laughs> exactly. Right. Nice. Well, you could have, you have blue cheese for the good ones, and then you could have, like, uh, I don't know, what, devil's food for the, the red ones? Someone, need, right. someone needs to tell, tell this. Someone needs to tell this to Galaxy's Edge, because that would be, like, a great charcuterie board. Oh, Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Ha- have have it at the cantina. There yeah. you go. 
There you go. Well, the problem if you hide uh, Datacron or cheese at Galaxy's Edge, you run the risk of nobody finding it. Yeah. yeah. Florida heat for a while. Well, no, Di- over in California, you're good. Well, Disney would also be upset if you had to parkour to get to it, too. So I, I think Very much. Right. So yeah, that's uh, that's what we got for, for the story. It's going to follow, um, I think the Mando group is called the, the Hidden Chain. And then uh, we got gearing changes, too, which will be uh, interesting. So we're moving away from the R4 gear being the top tier gear. It's going to be Ricotta. Um, that'll be time is a flat circle, right? Ricotta uh, is going to be capped at 344. Uh, the PvP gear is capped at 336, and everything else will be 340. Which includes uh, conquest gear for all you people that are chasing top tier gear. And for anyone coming to WoW, looking at that, going, well, it's only, you know, like eight numbers or four numbers. In Sotor, that is a significant bump. Like the difference between those sets is a, you know, is like the difference between normal and heroic in WoW or, you know, a mythic plus upgrade. It, it, Still, my brain coming from WoW, my brain still has a hard time going, but it's only like six item levels higher. How much better can it be? And you're like, oh, it is that much better. (laughs) Yeah, it's a noticeable difference. That stuff. So awesome. Yeah. uh, Yeah. um, Some of the other nuts and bolts of it the hide and seek vendors that sell the pieces for the shells are going to be capped at 340 also, which kind of makes them a little bit less relevant and so, uh, so instead uh, of buying all the pieces for the shells and being able to get to the the 344 you have to actually go do the operations and get the 344 tokens to turn in and get the 344 pieces in other words right i think how it's gonna go is um you want to get a ricotta piece to begin with and mm-hmm. then you just upgrade that Okay. Uh, using the OP ones, so the gotcha. OP ones you would still have to run operations, but it won't necessarily have to be R four. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, OP ones are the premium currency right now, and everybody, uh, everybody's been saving those up. And I'm pretty close to capped. I think. I think I'm only like 50 shy of the cap, so I'm I'm ready to blow them all. You're ready to spend. Yeah. 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 I'm going with a fat stack of chips to the casino. Just, there you uh, go. Dumping them all off. So it's gonna make it rain in armor. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just just give me my my upgrades. So uh but some of the other stuff they're doing with this, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but they're introducing new die packs. Yes, I have right. Yeah, yeah, Ted's been Holy showing God. me that. That's pretty. They look amazing. They have three different finishes on them, the pearlescent, the metallic, and the matte. And nice. it all deals with how they reflect the light. And hmm. they are uh that's gorgeous. Yeah, it's uh, it's the real end game of Space Barbie, right? Hey, hey, let's let's face it, guys. Sometimes any MMO is just a really, really expensive doll doll maker that you yeah. have a subscription to. I'm I'm sorry, it's the truth. Um, no, no, no. If you don't look good, you don't DPS well. It's just a right? fact. Right. It's a fact. Really good, and she didn't DPS well, though. No, that's oh, that matter. was a player. Never mind. That that was that that was that was. <laughs> but a, you look good doing player. it. That's the thing. She did. Yes. She did. Right? Yes. It's all about the drip, as the kids say. Exactly. <laughs> oh, we yep. are too old for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am too, but that doesn't stop me. That's right. My my uh, daughter the... loves it when I use the the, the slang. slang lingo. That's yeah. funny. No cap on God. 
Exactly. So what what is this 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 evil note I see about no more implant drops? My yeah. cyborg is offended. <laughs> You're right. Um so the implants would drop from operations you get like from story mode operations. Let's say you'd get the TNE's implants, but they are they're just junk basically because you the implants you want are legendary implants which have no bearing on the drops or whatever. So they're taking the implants out of the drops and I think out of the crates too. I read as well, like the crates you get for running stuff. And is that, is that so more things can get in their place or? Right, right. So you don't waste that drop slot on. Uh, yeah, they're they're basically removing a sense. junk drop and letting you get it elsewhere. I I had the same question. I'm like, why would you do that? And then Sima Sima's like, no, they're just taking it off the loot table so that you get other stuff. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, 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 right. I mean, I mean, they've got the they've got the numbers. Like you know, my time behind the scenes, like they have the numbers, knowing what players are doing with what pieces of gear. So they probably just saw in one of the reports, like everyone immediately vendors these things. It's it's a why is it in here and you know right. easy to get rid of it. Yeah, right. And they gave us we have a vendor for the legendary implants too. So and once that's pretty much the first piece you would get to maxed out um, with the mechanic they have. So it's like once you've got your your best in slot from the implants, why are you gonna? Why do you need an implant from anywhere else? True. That's which is great. I mean, they're listening to us and they're paying attention, and they're, that is they're great. It's better for us. It is amazing what you can do with good data analytics. I know it sounds boring, but it is very useful for MMOs. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and as Max says, you purchase the legendary implant so you get the sets you want because that that's right because Star Wars. Oh, for those coming over from WoW or other games, Star Wars removed the concept of a tier set or a, a operation set, and it's all in the legendary implant. So if you want the effect of having the two piece or four piece like WoW tier set, it's contained in the in the implant. So now you can say, "Oh, I want oh. this effect in the implant." If I remember that correctly, huh. so yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's, I think that's a, another uh, remarkable uh, improvement to the game. Yeah. And like I said, the uh, the OP1s now are the premium currency, and they've added OP1s to drop from Master Mode chapters from Kotfi and Kotet. So if you uh, you still need friends to do Master Mode chapters, yes. but if you don't <laughs> have seven friends right. around an operation, uh, get one or two of them, and you can probably get through those. Oh. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I I remember trying to solo a couple. Of the, you know, even having like Max Gear at the time, you go back and try and solo one of those Master Mode chapters, and like on some of those, just the normal chapter. Like, if you're not careful, you're like, why, why, why am I? De- oh, yeah, the guards kicked my butt again. Okay, fine. <laughs> so, right. And yeah. You have to manage your companion at the same time while you're trying to do stuff too in some of those fights. Yeah, that's not it's, easy. No, so it's can be a lot. Can be yeah. a lot. So those. Yeah. Uh, so that's the big news from 7.4. Uh, what was it? Uh, I think it was before Thanksgiving. They they announced the opening of the APAC server too, which has been another uh, pretty awesome thing in the game. That makes Zen happy. <laughs> yeah, right. A little bit less lag. It's in Sydney. So the Asia Pacific region has a, a home server basically where they don't have to deal with the latency. Oh, yeah. And... There's about a dozen of us from AIE that have, have hopped over there and uh, found a home, 
created a guild over there trying it out and it's it's been really interesting because it's basically basically a fresh start server mm-hmm. they're not allowing transfers to the server so the economy Ooh, is yeah. like 2012 levels it is uh, fantastic oh that's great <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, th- I think Sima or Max mentioned it on the latest podcast, but they, I, I think they're actually looking at this like, what does an economy look like on a current SOTOR server if we don't have all the inflationary stuff from before? And so I, now you're like, can I actually buy something and afford it while leveling up or, you know, at max level? How does the, the economy respond with? having to pay credits for a, for a fast travel point or things like that. So yeah, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. No yeah. one has all the gold, so they can't charge you all the gold because they don't Correct. have all the gold. So right. <laughs> yeah, right. There was something listed on the GTN today. It was, I think it was an armor set for half a billion. I think it was 500 million credits. And I was like, <laughs> who's who's going to buy that? Nobody's got even like 15 million credits to spend. Yeah. (laughs) Then there are also a whole bunch of armor sets for less than a hundred thousand, which was crazy to see. Right. Because that same armor set on a live server on another server, you know, would be going for the half a billion or. (laughs) Right. Right. I mean, I think armor sets start at like 20 million on Starforge. Yeah. Even for like the bronze level, basic ones from 10 years ago. So yeah. It's wild. It's a wild experience. I'm enjoying the heck out of it. Um, I think uh, most, I've heard nothing but uh, positive returns early from, from all the people over there. It's, as I seem to mention this on their podcast uh, the other day, it's stuff that's just so baked into your experience on Starforge. Right. There's like, half a dozen steps <laughs> between that, that you just take for granted, you know, like, like the uh, guild ship, guild. like the heroic moment. Yep. <laughs> Guild ship, the heroic moment. If you have the heroic moment, you don't have the abilities that go with each class, you know, the dirty kick and, and that stuff, or yeah. even crafting. Uh, right. I found my character. I'm a biochem. I had to stop sending my uh, companions out for crew skills because I've got <laughs> like 15,000 credits. And I was like, I need this for quick travel. I need right? this for other stuff. Yeah. And I can't just go to my legacy bank and pull out another 100 million, you know? Right. right, right. That does make yeah. it make a little different of a challenge rating there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot of fun though. Like I said, it it reminds me a lot of uh, 2012 when you're still you're still leveling your legacy and all that stuff. So, yeah, it's almost it's a fun. way of it's, getting, it's uh, you know, getting Star Wars Classic back because there you go. because you are essentially starting over, but you've got all the content in front of you. So, yeah, right, right, and you know you know how it goes. So it's, uh, for me, I've done a lot of like knowing what I know now, mm-hmm. what would I do differently at the beginning yeah. or how right, would I right. figure this stuff out. So it's, it's a lot of fun and, and everybody's more than welcome to join us. Our, uh, we have a guild on the pub side and the M side. Uh, our, <laughs> our guild on the pub side is called, we care about everything. <laughs> nice. And then on the M side, like if you spent, Five minutes with me, you probably heard it, at least three Big Lebowski references. So on the imp side is we care about nothing. I was gonna say that's gotta be the name. <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah. You guys have you guys talked about any doing any MFNs over there or any had any thoughts about that or or still in progress because it's just since it's still growing? Yeah, um there's been mention of it. There's been some some light talk, uh, but with the time difference, we're not sure what would it, uh, yeah, uh, true. Really we'd like to line stuff up with Zen. 
find a time where where he can fully participate. Not yeah. me. He still won't have his ship, but you know it'll be fine. Hmm? Yeah, yeah, it's the same as Starforge, right? Exactly. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, we've talked right now. Actually, we're so new over there. We don't even most of our members don't have access to the guild bank because they put in a new like thirty day uh, lockout once you join. Oh, you yeah. To be able to access the guild bank, that was part of their. Uh, inflation combating stuff. They added taxes and people's workaround was to just use a guild bank to trade things. So to prevent people from just joining guilds, using the guild bank, then leaving the guild, they put the lockout on there. So yeah, interesting. So yeah, uh, we're having, well, I I can't speak for every, I'm having, I'm having a blast over there. It's a lot of fun. (laughs) The Shea Vizsla server, everybody just uh, pop in our discord and ask for an invite. If you want to go over there and try it out, we'll get you in and, not a whole lot we can do for you as a guild, but whatever we can do, we <laughs> yeah. will. More support, you know. Yeah. Everyone in misery loves you, company, as they Because without the right. without the guild ship, you don't even have guild buffs, do you? No guild buffs, no summons, no right. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, no. so it is. It is like going back to to classic Sotor, which is cool. I mean, that's that's awesome. Guild in name, guild in name only. Yeah. Right, right. You get the cool tag above your head that says we care yeah. about everything. And the guild chat. No, nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there is that. Yeah. You get an extra chat channel. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's nice to have other people over there that are doing stuff. So, I wonder Time. if watching how this happens, and since they've got cloud server capability now, I wonder if they're going to look at doing something like EverQuest has been doing or you know wow with classic if they're going to start out with a with a um like a sotor classic 1 to 50 you know original server and then oh now we've we've unlocked the uh what was the, the first expansion was the hut expansion and then go on to Revan Shadow, Shadows Shadow. of Revan you know that would be that would be an interesting experiment if they would say you know, that way everyone's not rushing to get through all the expansions, but like they know once they hit 50 and gone through the content, that's, you know, that's it. Now they're dealing with the, what was available at level 50 for operations and stuff. Black hole and section X. And yeah. EV. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be interesting because we've talked, uh, had a couple of conversations with people about game at launch was, uh, I don't think you got sprint until level 10. Right. You didn't, you didn't get a speeder until level 25. Yeah. And, uh, some of that stuff. I mean, I look at, look back at that with, uh, you know, rose colored glasses, you know, it was kind of the gold days, but I don't know if I could go back to that. (laughs) Well, I, I, a bounty hunter and you have the boost. (laughs) Yeah. Right. You get your jetpack. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Uh, that was, um, a lot of that. I remember because the the planets were built with that in mind. So you go back to you know Drummond Cost or some of the starter planets, and they're you know it's a smaller area, but it feels like there's more to explore because you're not just hopping on a mount and running to the next quest area or stuff like that. There's actually you know things to look at along the way. That's why I always like the the beginning levels where you're not in a hurry to just move point right. to point. It, it lets the game breathe a little bit more so yeah yeah and you couldn't back then you uh because right now you you have all the taxi points unlocked on a planet but back then you actually had to 
go, go visit all of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah absolutely. But, and you had to actually walk up to the quick travel terminal and click I still do that. that. I still do that. If yeah. I, if I, I walk into it. an area and I see one, I click on it. <laughs> I click uh-huh. it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, and then there was the times where you get in a zone, you pick up all the quests and then you go out and do the quests, and you get far away from the, the town. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And you, yep. you'd forget to click the quick travel terminal. So you'd have to yep. walk all the way back. I, the remem- that was, yeah. I remember that. Yep. Struggle was real for sure. So it's, it's fun. Um, I, like I said, I'm enjoying it. It's in a, it's a whole, and the, the whole community over there seems a lot. Uh, everybody's basically on the same level too. So there's a lot more uh, camaraderie, I guess, or at least less taxes. Well, and the other nice thing is you have the new tag system in place. So it's not, Hey, I shot that thing first and, and now you're locked out of it. It's now you get a quest mob. That's a rare uh, on a timer or something like that. Everyone can tag in and do it. So that I'm sure that helps as well. Cause that's always the tension in some of those lower level zones is everyone has a quest and it ends in one quest giver that's on a rare timer and so there's like a queue of people or or forced grouping that everyone gets together, kills the mob, and then gets out. You know, now since everyone can tag it, you just get a group of people around waiting for the mob to spawn, and then everyone just one shot in and it's all good. Right. Yeah. A lot less competition with the multi tagging for sure. Yeah. yeah, that and oceanic servers tend to be smaller anyway. So like you, you can't afford to be toxic because people remember you. Exactly. <laughs> right. that, that is very right. true. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You don't you you don't want someone to give you you know to have that uh reputation. Uh-huh. That's for sure. All right. Yeah. As a and then back on Starforge, I don't want to leave out. Uh, we've oh. been really active um, doing our MFNs. We just did Datacrons last week. Uh, this Tuesday, we're going to have God knows what to to do with seven point four. <laughs> uh, we've got uh, PVP. Got a wonderful group of PVPers that runs every Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. We've done um, gone back to a rotating Friday schedule. Um, every Friday of the month, we have first Friday's Master Mode Flashpoints, second Friday's GSF, third Friday is Chivos, where we're going through Planetary Heroics and getting a title that comes along with that. And then we do GSF again on, on the fourth Friday. And we also try to keep it a little bit fluid in case the season's objective comes up that people might need help with. We, we try to be able to pivot to do that. To help I've people had... out. So mm-hmm. Awesome. It's, it's a good time to be in Sotor right now. Yeah. What, what's going to be interesting alive. with the, the Life Day holiday coming up and the snowball throwing and the Wookiee hugging, that's on Narshada, which is like, what, the third? Is that like the third or fourth planet you go to in your storyline? It's, well, on the on the pub side, you go Starter Planet, uh, Corazon, and then you can either go to Terrace or Narshada. So yeah. it's uh, third or fourth. Yeah. Basically. It'll be it'll be interesting to see how long those overheated robots are going to stay up with everyone not, even though it was level capped and you sink down to the planet level without all the heroic moments and everything else. It'll be interesting to see how long those overheated robots stay up. Oh, on Shea Vizzle? Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to get over there for that. Yeah. That, that might uh, yeah. be an event worth doing. So, right. Uh, I think there's a couple people that make decisions in the chat room. 
<laughs> we know people. We'll, we'll discuss know amongst people. ourselves. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maxima. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, Life Day is December 12th, too. And if you've never been a part of Life Day, uh, that's quite the thing. You get to chuck snowballs at your friends and overheated droids and hug Wookiees. Yep. All right, then. Max knows the exact number that you have to hug. Uh, I think it, it's up to about 80, 85,000 Wookiees. Yeah, because it grows every year. It's crazy. Oh, right. my. That's a, lot yeah. of, that's a lot of rug hugging. Yep. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Bring your lid roller. <laughs> right? And you got to make sure you've got the holiday special in the background. Exactly. Uh, there you go. No. No. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh uh-uh. uh. All right. Well, that will be our show for tonight. While the chat room begins suggesting show titles, thank you, Stask, so much for joining us. It was nice to have you on the show and get get some new voices on here. We love having new people on. Uh, if people want to find you uh, online, other than the Discord, where can they find you? Ah, uh, well, yeah, I'm in the Discord. Uh, I'm usually around, uh, and and also I recently started streaming. Um, oh, awesome! So I stream games. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, I started trying it out, and uh, I'm enjoying it. I don't have a set schedule just yet, but uh, I tend to do Sunday mornings. It's uh, one block of time. I usually have free. So if you want right. to see me stream Swotor, uh, come on in. It's twitch.tv slash stask27. Nice uh, laid back thing. And I think I, I'm obligated to say, uh, come on in. If you like it, smash the follow button. That's right. Yep. And and Sunday morning. So, you know, that's prime coffee and contemplation time. So you just put it on the background and watch. Yep. 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 Watch me play games. All right. Badly. Yeah. All right. If you have a question or comment about our show, just one, just one. Um, There there used to be questions, but now it's just a question. Yeah. Yeah. That's a limit. Yeah, yeah too many, too many coming in, you know. But yeah. um, but if you do have one, uh, you can email us at podcast at aie-guild.org. You can find us, of course, on the AIE Discord and all the usual Twitter, social media stuff that is not Twitter because it's not yep. Twitter anymore. It's mm-hmm. it's some weird X thing. I don't know. It's weird. Um, but uh, we do record live with video every other Sunday, except you know we're going to be off for like a month. Yep. Something nope. like that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but um, when we are doing it, it is Sundays at around 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. And then, you know, Arizona doesn't move. So, nope, we don't. But, uh, the world does around them. Um, <clears throat> you can join the chat room and uh, play along with us at our website, um, aae guild.org. There's a podcast button up there somewhere, um, but it's the podcast live stream. Uh, you can also just look for us in Discord. Um, we have a, a nice little AIE dash podcast uh, channel that everyone's chatting it up in there right now. Um, so again, you can go to the AIE dash guild dot org uh, website and actually see the Discord link up there. Um, if you ever want to see some of the past episodes and see what weird things we talk about, especially when you leave us alone and, and don't give us a, a, a guest to talk to, <laughs> we have to talk to ourselves, and it just goes yep. on and on and on. It's, it's, um, yep. Some of our longest yep. episodes, us just talking to ourselves. Yeah, but uh, you can find us at the AIE Podcast on YouTube. Um, if you're curious about the uh, lovely theme, it is composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. He is at Keys with Soul on the various social medias, and he has a website, andrewandallenmusic.com. All right, and uh, no segments this week, but if you want to try your hand in the new year creating some short segments, we say 90, what, 90 to 120 seconds? Yep. 
Dr. Molly, uh, we would absolutely love to have you. Um, Mew knows a little bit about creating segments. He used to do our raid wrap up and altitis. Um, so I bet you he'd be around if you wanted to pick his brain too. Yep. All right. Well, thank you for a great year. We will see you January 7th, 2024. That's the first Sunday in January. So until then, AIE. This is Stask. This is Tetsemi. This is Mukal. This is Makala. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.